0: With no one to shoot at and nothing to worry about, he needed somewhere to take out the primal urges that often coursed through him. Already at an unimaginably high level of fitness, it seemed his body had reacted to the concentrated training by tightening and hardening. Regular beach runs in the summer heat every morning kept his pores open and his body fat percentage in the high single digits. It sure drew attention. He stuck out like a sore thumb amidst the hordes of soft-bodied middle-aged tourists that flocked to these parts in the summertime but he didn't mind. Sometimes that sort of attention created hedonistic advantages. Women noticed. He crossed the sand, heading for the towel he'd laid down a few minutes prior. He'd just finished a quick five-mile run and the wash-off in the bay had closed his pores. He dried himself, meeting the eyes of several nearby beachgoers who couldn't seem to keep their eyes off his physique. He smiled at them, something he'd found himself doing more and more lately. Happiness was a sensation that he hadn't had much time to experience over the last ten years. In this place, he was beginning to grow accustomed to the feeling. After all, what was there to possibly be unhappy about? He gathered his belongings, a small rucksack containing a change of clothes, a mobile phone, a wallet, and a set of keys, and made for the town. He slung the bag over one shoulder and drank in the sun as he walked. Changing attire could wait. There was no rush. He passed between buildings painted pale shades of orange and yellow. Most were multi-story. The seaside town had an air of relaxation about it. King had been to many places on this planet. Not many induced anything close to comfort. Most were plagued by a distinct sense of aggressive hostility. He found the same narrow stairway made of cobblestone that he descended a hundred times already, carving between two tightly grouped buildings near the water. He took the steps two at a time, his bare feet finding relief on the cool surface. The shade cast by the neighboring roofs meant that the stairway formed one of the only reprieves from the Corsican heat. As he walked, he couldn't help but smile again. It had been strange to transition into retirement, especially given what he'd been through. Despite the risks that had come with being thrown into a corrupt third-world prison in South America and facing an army of mercenaries in the backwoods of Australia, It pained him to admit that he'd felt more at home during those times than the periods in between of travel and rest. He decided to give an uneventful life one last shot. That was what this was. It seemed to be working. He hadn't felt this way since his childhood. He stepped out into a small courtyard atop a hill. A low brick and mortar fence curved around the edge of the courtyard, facing out over the Bay of Calvi. The ground was loose gravel and the view was picturesque. King had taken a shortcut, but the main road leading to the courtyard lay empty. A single car was parked in front of a low one-story building with large, fold-out windows and a cozy but spacious atmosphere. Previously a residential building, the place had been converted into a bar long ago. The interior walls had been knocked down to create a sprawling single room, complete with a dozen tables and an enormous oak countertop at one end. Hundreds of bottles of alcohol lined the walls behind the bar, Each at varying levels of completion. It was a nice place. More importantly, it was his. Chapter 2 King passed the car, a Mercedes AMG C63S Coupe, and double checked that it was locked. He'd purchased the vehicle on a whim upon landing in Corsica, finally deciding to dip into his considerable savings. In certain situations, violence paid. Two men loitered outside the bar's front entrance, waiting patiently on cheap stools dotting the patio. They were both elderly, which meant they'd long ago realized that there was no need to force unnecessary conversation where none was needed. They sat in silence, soaking in the morning sun, thoroughly content. King had grown to know both men over the length of time that he'd owned the bar, and had quickly decided that they were a stellar example for enjoying life in their older years. One day, he strived to be like them, "'Morning, gents,' he said as he stepped up onto the deck. "'What took you so long?' Benedict demanded. The man was in his sixties, previously a real estate developer, in Cairns before retiring to Corsica with enough money to buy the island itself if he wanted. His English was impeccable with only a slight trace of an accent, a necessity given the high-profile Caucasian clients he'd assisted over the years. He enjoyed the simple things in life, like a drink on a Sunday morning.' King checked the Rolex he'd looped over one wrist on the walk up through Calvi.